Welcome to Rice's Rice, the podcast where we talk about all things British East Asian and not. I'm Nagina. I'm Jam. I'm Connor, and I definitely can use chopsticks. Hmm. Properly, apparently, as well. Properly. Like the proper, the quote unquote so proper way. Yeah, so can I. But I don't know if there is a, there is a well, proper way by the books. Yeah. But like, I feel like if you can put stuff in your mouth. Yeah, but it just it's looks fine. so yeah. weird the unproper way when it's all crossed. Wait, how, how do, do you do, do it? it? I know I probably can't do it very well. I didn't learn how to use chopsticks till like, I don't know, I was in my teens maybe. So apparently the proper way is when you have one resting um, in the nook between your index finger and your thumb. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine doesn't move. And then and then the only one that moves top is the one, top yeah. one that you control with your kind of index finger, thumb, and... Oh, I think I might do it the proper and, um, way then. And your yeah, middle finger. If yours cross while you're eating, then that's not proper. But they, No, they just rest they like just that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my sister does it in like the cross way. She like... She know. kind of rolls one well, no. over. I think Jess, my cousin, I think Jess does it. She properly rolls one of her chopsticks. She doesn't grab anything. She rolls it closed and open. I'm like, how do you even do that? Have you always known how to use chopsticks? Like, were you taught when you were, like, a child? Well, the story goes that my granddad was, like, was sitting behind me when I was, like, three years old and showing me how to use it, like, in his hands and stuff. So apparently that's... I can't remember a time when I didn't know how to use it. Today we're having rice served with getting old. Din, din, din. Is that, your that, was old band, that was my old band voice, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people older than us would get annoyed at us talking about this because they're like, you're not old, you're in your mid-twenties, that's not old. And they always get so triggered when like 20-year-olds say, oh, I feel old because they're... <laughs> They're like something lights. Like in you're their not brain old because if you're like, old, you're then it means old. I'm old. <laughs> I find it hilarious. But I'm just like, <laughs> but probably we'll be at that stage yeah, yeah, as yeah, well sure. when we're like 30s, 40s. We'll roll our eyes at 20 year olds saying I'm old. There's a thing that's like um, before you're 30, everything is new and amazing and awesome to use, and after 30, everything is worse than before and shouldn't and never been updated. Oh. Yeah. Do you feel like you'll be that kind of person? I don't, because I like tech. So I think when I'm past 30, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a new innovation. I get it. But I feel like you'll be that type of person. I'm one of those people, though, that um, have kind of built the narrative in my head that I'm bad at tech. But I actually don't think I'm bad at tech. I think I just convince myself and then I actually am bad at tech. Yeah. I think I'd be fine. But probably I will be one of those old people. I don't know. I think, I think in general, our generation will probably be okay with like new tech coming out because when we were growing up, so much changed and so much was introduced that I think we'll be kind of more used to it than say our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm more talking about like the, the, like physical new tech, but like, mm. I don't know, in terms of social media, maybe that will be a bit weird for us. But that's also really dependent on the kind of person you are. If you kind of, you know, attach emotion into stuff like me, like I, for me, the social media 
that I will always have I think will be like Instagram um because that's just been a constant since like I was a teen and I like that Mm. I enjoy it and I like and I wouldn't really replace it with anything else it's kind of like a loyal you know when you have like a loyalty to a brand or something I don't know I, I don't have a loyalty to a brand but I assume it's something like that um then maybe yeah I'd get weirded out by like new social media companies coming out and and that kind of thing but I don't think I'd get freak out it's like you know when a new phone comes out I don't I'm like okay yeah there's a new phone coming out I'll probably end up needing that at one point I don't get yeah I don't care about new new tech coming out it's not that I'm resistant to it I just I I don't jump on it like you do I don't get very excited about it because if my phone works now I don't see why I need m- more features until I have those features. And then I'm like, how did I live without mm-hmm. these features? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Connor is just a super techie person. Because I don't know very many people who get super excited about features. on. Like, I don't really... Maybe that's just because I'm poor, though. Because I think if I had money, I'd be like, yeah, let me go get that new phone. But Yeah, but I am also poor. I yeah. just like tech. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because right now I'm just kind of... Oh, that's really nice, but I'm not going to get probably a new phone. Because all my friends, like most of my friends, we're always talking about new stuff. Mm, yeah, I suppose it depends on the hype. But other than tech, things like language, I'm very slow at new language like that comes out. Slang yeah, is what I mean. I, yeah. That's what makes me feel <laughs> so new, old. New good language. That's <laughs> what makes me feel old. Because uh, to be fair... I've never been the kind of person that uses a lot of slang. Like even in school, I, I like very much speak the the Queen's English, that kind of thing. Like I, the, I, I don't know yeah. whether that's because like we'll when we you. learned English when we moved over here, like this is what it is, and that's just consistently how I've spoken. I I don't use very much slang, um, but Alex and John, my younger brother and sister, they were like, generally they speak more like me, but then as a joke to be more like ironic they'll use more slang and i just have no idea what they're saying i'm like what does that mean and then they'll laugh and they're like oh my god you're so old i I can't believe you don't know what that means and i'm like oh don't say that i think it's more apparent for you being around young people every Mm -hmm. day because you live with them young people like we're not young people (laughs) um you sound like such a grandma but yeah but like with me and connor even like Jerry's not that much far mm-hmm. from your age, and that's the closest I think tie we have with someone who's younger. We're just not exposed to it as much than we when we are exposed to it. We're like, when did that happen? Yeah, yeah. But have you guys learned any new slang recently? Um, a ooh. little bit, but I couldn't pull that from the top. Go on of, then. What is it? I couldn't pull that from the top of my head because I just hear it and I'm like, oh, I know what that means now. Oh, Austin, Austin, my little brother taught me the word simp. Oh, wait, I got taught that as well. That I new? got taught simp as well. So is like, it not that, that new? Oh, actually, I think it might be. I think it's new think because it's new. before people used the word sub. No? I didn't know what that was incel? a thing that people used What's the word incel sub. Or a different thing. What's incel? An incel is Someone like, who hates women, isn't it? Yeah, those, those loser guys online. I've not heard that one. Who hate women. I only heard that because um, I read an article about that. I didn't know that was a slang. <laughs> word God, we do just sound really, really old difficult. in this i mean like really slang <laughs> what is that word what does that mean sim sim yeah sim is a new one that i didn't but there used to be another word what did we call simps 
Damn, we have had it all. What did we call since back in our day? I don't know. <laughs> back in our day. <laughs> Wasn't it just like when people would be like, oh, that's a bit wet. Isn't that the same as, as being... Wet is what, wet is not is not our generation. Wet is, wet is, is new. new. Is it? Do got, you remember using wet as a teenager? I didn't, but I remember being at uni and a lot of people would use that. You mean told that you were wet? No. <laughs> like... I'd hear other guys what? calling other guys. It's mostly like guys oh, calling guys him. that rather than... It's mostly yeah. guys. Oh, that's weird because how we know it, I'm assuming how you know it is how I know it, is from my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> who uses it all the time. She calls... They both call everything wet. Oh. Anytime anything's like remotely sentimental, it's wet. Which is like kind of a gross way to put it. Wet is not a nice word. Yeah, I thought wet was like lad banter, like lad slang, you know? Words that we didn't use growing up was like... Um... Well, words that we did use growing up is stuff like peng. Oh my no God, stop that it. That's right disgusting. Now, right? oh, I remember peng. when that became a thing. That actually makes... <laughs> um, peng, I don't know. Allow? Allow? Bear? Bear, yeah. That's but that's more been like consistent. A bear, yeah, a bear. I feel like that's still that's used now. That's more consistent because that's more London yeah. as well. Sick. It's not even. It's not even allow, is it? Sick, Sick is, is old. old is it? Oh, I don't know. That was from before that's our from, time. That's from like the eighties. Um, allow. It's not even allow, is it? It's lao. Lao. It's just lao. No one laughed when we were teens. People just said lol. lol. People do that now, though. In your school, did they say boff? Yes, like they smart, did. Like for yeah, smart person, for like a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, in terms of tech, in terms of language, there's things that we definitely mm. feel like we've grown past or not necessarily grown with. I've got a question. Do you guys feel that you are where you always thought you would be in your life at this age? No. I don't look that far ahead. Do you never as a kid think like, oh, in my 20s, I'd probably be like this, be like that? I stopped doing that when I was in like year seven. Really? Like at this point, I thought I'd be like a zoologist at some point. You stopped doing it at year seven? Oh, I've, I've con- how, can, how can you not think like that though? I constantly I think busy. like, where am I going to yeah. be when I'm so-and-so? I was busy and stressed out. Why are you? No, because I just had this thought the other day, just because like my birthday is coming up. I think by the time this episode's out, my birthday would have been. So I'm turning 23. And I remember as a kid, I was having this conversation with my mom the other day. Um, and I was saying to her that I remember when I was a kid, first of all, I used to view anyone in their 20s as being an adult. And that in itself, I don't view myself yeah. as an adult right now. Like, I'm like technically an adult, but I don't feel very different to like, it's probably because I'm living at home. So I don't feel mm-hmm. as adult as I should be. Um, but then also... At 23, my mom had me and she was married. So when I saw that as a kid, I thought that was a norm that in your like early 20s, you'd probably end up getting married. Um, and then I didn't want to have kids in my early 20s. I wanted them in my late 20s. But I thought that I would probably be like on the way to being married at this age. And even mm-hmm. even probably up till the age of like, I don't know, 20. Because I'd been in a... Um, I was in a relationship at the time that I thought this is going to be like it for the rest of my life. Um, 
So I thought, oh, I'd probably get like engaged at like 24. I remember having this conversation yeah. with her. I was like, we'll be engaged by 24, get married at like 26, that kind of thing. And now coming up to 23, I just feel so, so far away from it. Like besides the fact that I'm single, like it's more, I'm not in a place in my life or or like mentally to even be thinking about marriage and children and I'm like very much trying to sort out my own life and my career and everything because I'm not where I want to be in it I think I'm the opposite uh, in terms of the biggest curveball that's happened in terms of my life plan is this guy and I did not (laughs) think that I was gonna be in a relationship now because I very much thought I was gonna be still single and still hating the idea of being in a relationship Mm. and living by myself and kind of just floating Mm. around um and I'm very much closer to that idea of like marriage and children because I'm in this long-term relationship um it's career He's like, oh shit. <laughs> it's just career that I feel like I am not really at a good level yet. But yeah, I don't know. It it does give you a bit of like head spin mm-hmm. when you start to think about where you thought you'd be. Um, and when I was a teenager, I couldn't imagine coping with anything that I am coping with right now. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like such an impossible task. How do you live day to day and and pay rent and like do adult things? Mm -hmm. But I hear it from my peers and people a few years younger than us. They look at what we're doing and they're like, oh, so adult. Oh, you're doing dinner parties, so adult. But it doesn't make me feel like an adult. It doesn't cross my mind. Oh, I'm an adult. I still feel like we're kids playing house Mm. sometimes Mm -hmm. and other times i feel the weight of being an adult and all the responsibilities and then i really do feel like an adult and like i have things i have shit i need to take care Mm. of like i can't just play so it's this weird like double of feeling all the responsibilities of being an adult but not being able to identify is that yet? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the thing. What makes an adult? Well, Char- well, I was talking to Charlotte. Pardon? I was talking to Charlotte about it, who was talking to her mom about it, who's like in her 60s now. And yeah. she asked her mom, when do you start feeling like an adult? And she said, never. And that really scared me for some reason. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> when do you start feeling like you have your shit together? When do you start feeling like you're doing life right? See, that scares me because I want to feel like I'm... I always feel like I want to feel like I'm on the right course. Um, I, I want to feel that I'm doing things right because that means a little bit of stability. Um, and if <laughs> someone who's 60 has said you're never going to feel that way, that is not great for, for my brain. Yeah, but I... Uh... More and more, I'm trying to realize that it's not like an external thing. Like, just because I can pay rent every month doesn't mean I'm stable. It just maybe means I'm financially stable, but it doesn't mean much anything else. So I've kind of, mm. I've kind of, tr- I've kind of tried to get comfortable with the idea that it's just in your head. It's nothing outside mm. of you that makes you stable. 
Yeah. <laughs> totally. What about you? Were you in the same? Were you? Are you in um, the place you I thought you'd be in? Well, as I said, I didn't really have a place to be in since I was like twelve or whatever. I just know that I think this age, my dad was either starting or had started his own business and his own shop and bought a house. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Um, well, I don't know about buying a house. I think but our parents' a business. generation was like that, though, wasn't it? Like well, they also stuff was cheaper. They had to grow up a lot quicker. I don't think they had to grow up a lot quicker. I think it just was easier and just natural to grow up quicker. I think now hindrance, obviously, like property market and the influx mm. of and the recession didn't help anyone and like more people and we're gonna to, face another recession yeah. because of this COVID-19 more so people really going to uni and there's less jobs going about for everyone in the workforce and populations booming so there's a lot of obstacles so we have to deal with stuff differently um but I can definitely tell you that I definitely don't ever regret growing up even how bad it does because I hated being a teenager Another question is, what comes after Gen Z? There isn't one that's what named. What do you mean there right? isn't one? It just stops. No, I mean there isn't one that's named, right? No, that's what I'm saying. What what was going to come out? Like, do they go to Greek letters? Do they just go back to... Oh, right. I see. They only started with X. I have no idea about this stuff. Whenever they say Gen Z, I don't know who Gen Z is. Gen Z is your brother. Gen Z is, yeah, your and brother Alex. and sister. What are we? Are we millennials? Y- We're yeah. kind of like in the in the... Border, border really gen of z gen z and millennials that's why we can kind of relate to some gen z stuff and some um millennial stuff because we're the youngest millennials yeah we're the youngest possible mil- actually i think jeff might be gen z technically wait what, what what year like how how does this get decided well it's like a lot of there's a lot of different dates specifically depending on like where you go to look at basically the the um Generations alive now, baby boomers, which are the ones born right after World War One. Mm-hmm. So like World War One, uh, <laughs> right after World War Two. <laughs> that was a long time. Ago. Right after World War Two, so that's like in the thirties, and then after boomers, you got Gen X, which is from the sixties to the eighties, uh-huh. which is our parents, and then you got millennials, which is from like mid eighties to mid nineties. Late mid late nineties ish, depending on where you look, and then you got Gen Z, which is from mid nineties to twenty ten. Yeah. So I might be a Gen. Ew, I don't want to be in the same thing as my sister and brother. Yeah, but it's They're also so like how you. I also think it it's has some factors on how you identify as, because if you if you consume things that's very much like millennials, and you live your life according to how millennials live their lives then could you call yourself a millennial too probably probably because you had the same thought process it's funny that you're so opposed to being in the same generation as your <laughs> siblings i mean all generations inherently hate the generation below them i think the generation above them are i don't too, hate gen z are too old oh i don't I don't hate them i just really can't relate to my brother and sister i think that they they are so close because they they consume the same stuff they find the same things funny or like you know like even with tiktok that them two like both love it and i just can't relate to it i feel older to them even though the age difference between me and my sister is only three years but i feel 
I mean, she's very good at, at, at relating to both me and relating to my younger brother. But when them two are together, I'm like, I am hella old. Yeah. But I also grew up kind of having a lot of, well, at least when I was in Philippines still for like the first three, four years of my life, um, I didn't live with any kids. I was like the only kid with all like old people, lolos and lolas. Um, and because my mom and dad would go to work, I was pretty much raised by all these lolos and lolas. So I, my parents used to say that I was really mature for my age and the way I would speak was way beyond what a three four year old would speak like because of who i was around so i don't know whether i've kind of carried that into like throughout my whole life that i just feel like i'm generally not i mean i can definitely be immature and because i'm like super bubbly it can come across as being like childish but in terms of my way of thinking i don't think it's like young i don't know if i don't know if something from like three or four year old can carry on that far into your life though i think to a point especially when you started public school here it changes a lot because i know when i was little i was like a complete i was a completely different person before i went to school and after i went to school i was you really were like chinese. all fluent and chinese yeah, yeah i was really chinese before i went into school and then as soon as i started school i just i just lost all of it to and my granddad likes to remind me that every time i go to the i gym. remember seeing austin's change in that as well because obviously i saw him before he attended british school and 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 after and he was like fully british uh, british fully um village kid filipino through mm. and through and it only took like two weeks or something I mean, for him to him start adopting like Britishism. britishisms it took him a year to start becoming american yeah it didn't take him very long to start adopting american ideals too so i think but yeah changes environmental change is really really drastic i guess no i do i, I do think that like I had environmental changes, but I think the core in terms of like my inquisitiveness and curiosity was always like there as a kid. And in terms of like, I was always asking questions to like know more, to learn more. So I like, I think that is that was my core that I carried on throughout my entire life. And it really shaped like the way I viewed education as well. And how like, even now I'm still trying to find things to learn and that kind of thing. Um, and I think that was shaped from experiences i had when i was like three yeah i'm just i'm also trying to think i find it difficult to imagine our 30s now though i have no idea what that's gonna look like because i feel like when i was younger my imagination for adult life stopped around my age like mid 20s yeah i don't know i couldn't i didn't have any yeah, concept of what it was like being any I older. I fantasize my thirties, but I guess that's not the same. You fantasize about being in your thirties? Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Oh, are you? Because really? you seem you seem like one of those people who just your prime is when you're gonna be old, like what? in your old age. I feel like. What's that no. supposed to mean? <laughs> Shut up, Jim. There are people that are like, they're just born to be old, and I feel like you're one of those people. Why am I born to be old? Because you're like. This. You're, that's you now. <laughs> what do you mean that's me now? You're an old man. <laughs> like the way that you think about things is just like an old man. I see it all the time. Oh, I like. Yeah, like a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's to do, I mean, like Jem, you grew up around um, people much older than you. Like I said, you were 12 when you were hanging around like 20, 30 year olds. So you think like them. 
And that's why you don't like people your age. That's true. I've never liked people my age. <laughs> you are an old man. Oh, fuck you guys. But get, I'm, get off I, my lawn. I very much, I very much grew up with people my age still. I don't think I had either of that. Um, but I still don't feel close to people my age. Maybe we're just all loners. Jeff didn't I say she was a loner. Age. Oh. No, Maybe I don't think I'm, I'm a a then, and just, very social. Jim's just, yeah. But like, I, yeah, I feel close to people my age. Um, I also feel close to people in their 30s. I have a lot of friends now who are like late 20s or in their early 30s. And I still feel like I can relate to them. Um, I find it difficult to imagine myself at 30 because say a lot of my friends who are in their 30s always say like I'm super mature for my age, but I don't feel like I'm mature for my age. So I don't know whether it's like they're immature for their age or I am mature for my age, but that that me not being able to tell what's a 30s thing to do and what's a 20s thing to do makes it very difficult for me to see myself in my 30s, if that makes I any sense. I think there's a lot of difference between 20s and 30s nowadays. Not nowadays, no. I think, I think they've really yeah, I blurred. Think I, think the, I think the next difference is like mid 40s. Mm-hmm. I think no. The, the the main difference maybe in like twenties and thirties will be like starting a family and children. That is what's going to catapult like the difference for me because I I know that in my thirties like I want to I want to have children. Like whether or not I have a partner, I I want to have a child by then. But that freaks me out thinking that like because <laughs> it's closer than we, we feel. Like children, it is. yes, because time goes by so fast. Like, I still, like, my little sister is about to start university, and I'm just thinking, I remember so clearly my first day of starting university, and I remember my university experience so clearly, and it doesn't feel that long ago, but it has been quite a while. So if time can See, go now, I past wonder... that quick, then what of these, like, next few years before we were 30s goes by really quick, and then we're suddenly in it. That's what's scary. I don't feel prepared. Now, I wonder where the difference is between you and us, because we were having the conversation saying like, you know, we went into uni six years ago and it feels like a different lifetime. Um, and I I also have thoughts like when I left uni, that feels like years and years and years ago. But actually, mm. it, it was what, like three years ago? Mm. It's not a very long yeah. time. So... At what point did it start feeling like it's beyond me? Like well, I've I've left student life for, behind. But oh. after you leave school, each year after that it feels I think much longer, just because you're kind of on your own and there's no there's no real pattern to it because mm. there's a repetitiveness from like you're five to eighteen mm-hmm. in schools and whatever and just being at home. So that kind of just goes by pretty quickly. In a way, yeah, you know, but year to year after that, it's like, what's gonna happen next? You know, like, where am I gonna be? All that stuff. I don't know. The year for me after I left uni, like, I forget. I feel like I left uni so, so, so long ago because I've done so much since uni. Mm-hmm. But like, because like I graduated and that I've had, I'm on my third job outside of uni now. Oh yeah, um, tell me about it. And like, because I like kept changing <laughs> industries and like finding what I wanted. And then, like, I've done, like, loads of... I've just... I feel like I've achieved so much since uni. So much that I never thought was attainable. Um, And that's what makes me feel very comfortable 
where I am. Whenever I think like, oh, I'm not where I want to be, I just I still think I'm still in a really, really great place because yeah. I feel like I have achieved so much um, in such a short period of time. But what made me really realize like I'm way past being a student and and living that like university experience was because my ex was still at uni when I'd graduated oh, and right. that year yeah really like I saw the difference between like his and his friends' behavior and like what and they were doing their responsibilities yeah. and my yeah and yeah, it actually yeah. came up quite a lot like whenever we, we didn't argue a huge amount but like I remember this one specific argument that we had where um I was so busy with work I had so because at that point I was like I had a corporate job um and it was very like high intensity and I was I'd taken home uh, I'd taken work home with me and I had like so much to do but we'd because we were doing long distance we had to um we'd organized a a call because we hadn't like had a period of time where we just had undevoted time to each other but I had this work to do so I had one laptop up that had him on it and like this show that we were going to watch together and then my work laptop where I was doing work and then he noticed I was doing work at the same time and he got upset I was like I just want undevoted time and then I literally just broke like I just screamed and like was sobbing it's like you don't understand that like I don't have as much freedom with my time as you do as a student as a student you can afford to like not go to lectures or I don't know like revise for something super last minute and you'll still pass Mm -hmm. but the work that I do now, if I don't come into work with it tomorrow, I could get fired, that kind of thing. Um, and that really like clicked for me. I was like, oh my God, I feel so old and and like in a completely different life stage when I'm only, at that point I was only six months out of uni, I think. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if I hadn't been in that relationship, I probably wouldn't have noticed too much a difference and I still probably would have been trying to hold on to those years um and and being young and and like a student and carefree and everything but i had to kind of grow up because of of everything that i was experiencing and then it was just really annoying for me to see all these students and being like oh my god can you grow up and then i felt really old and i was like i can't believe i'm mourning about students and i was a student six months ago yeah it's crazy how work affects your growth because i god it's i definitely agree with how with how work, uh, as you change, if you jump from job to job, the growth, the experience from those gaps of jumping is crazy. I counted because I was refreshing my CV now that I'm furloughed. I was refreshing my CV, getting ready for what's coming next. And I've had 13 jobs in my entire lifetime and I'm 24 I almost forgot my age I'm 24 I had 13 full jobs um half of those are after uni as well half of those are after uni because I really started getting work after uni and before then it was just things to help me get by but even the things that that I had to do to help me get by has like really embedded things into me um and what I will say about getting old, the great thing is I'm so much less willing to sacrifice self-care and self-worth mm-hmm. for work, for career. Yeah. Right now, I'm dealing with like my stomach acids betraying me essentially because of stress mm-hmm. from work. Um, and I'm so much less willing for 
work to get me down that way because at, in the end mm-hmm. you leave it you're gonna you're gonna add another job to the list of 13 or whatever and what's gonna stay is is yourself so i feel like that's a really good thing to come with age just that self love yeah um thank you for listening to this episode of rice is rice okay do you want to wrap it up for us <laughs> you can find us online at many of your local social media pages including instagram which is at rice is rice pod and on twitter which is at rice is rice underscore pod and on youtube which is at rice and rice also find us every wednesday on spotify and apple podcast <laughs> sometime in the wednesday sometime in the wednesday okay <laughs> bye cool thank you bye Do 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 do